We'll be participating in Love Parks Week next week on the Wednesday and the Thursday. We have a craft activity three times a week at two o'clock from the week beginning the 9th of July, except on the Friday where it will alternate with our Lego activities. So we'll have crafts and Lego all through the summer. Our craft activities will all be linked into Mischief Makers, which is our summer reading challenge this year. The summer reading challenge allows children to read six books and they get loads of prizes for reading those six books over the summer. Okay, let's take some of these individually because you mentioned Lego and yesterday you did have a fairly major Lego event in which I think is kind of tied in with the World Cup. Yes, our Lego events are always themed. We've had the beach theme, we've had a castle theme, and we just thought this time it was the right time to have a football theme. You can realistically build anything with Lego. You don't have to stick to the theme, but if you do want to stick to the theme, it will be about football and sport. So do you have lots of Lego in the library? We have tons of Lego. We have boxes and boxes. I think we have about five or six boxes that's been donated to us, and we simply kind of get out our craft tables, throw all the Lego on and kids can make whatever they like and then they're displayed on in, in our gallery area on top of the gallery shelves. Is that for the rest of the week? That's for the rest of the week, sometimes longer. You also mentioned crafts. What range of crafts? types of crafts we do usually will be involving different things for the context of mischief. We might do something about Gidenis the Menace. We'll certainly be doing things where we're building clocks, making noise, things like that, to try and fit it around the mischief. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be certainly making badges based around um, Bino and Bino characters, and there'll be a whole range of different things like that. You mentioned the Bino. It is an anniversary for that magazine. Yes, um, it's the 80th anniversary of the Bino. The Summer Reading Challenge this year will be a LinkedIn with the Bino and Bino themes. You mentioned that children are not just uh, going to be making things associated with this, but been encouraged to read as well. Yes, I mean, the whole thing about the Summer Reading Challenge is it's, is you're looking to address the summer dip that children have in their reading. So if children will go back to school after the summer and sometimes they're having to just restart again. As libraries, we're all about reading for pleasure and the Summer Reading Challenge is there to get kids reading for pleasure. But there's a lot of competition out there in the summer, nice weather, especially in a, in a place like Portobello with the beach. So we offer incentives this is the case across the country, is there's a series of incentives for reading the six books. Each child will get a, a leaflet that they can put stickers on. It's a themed leaflet. And then when they've read the six books, they'll get three sets of stickers, an invisible pen, a certificate, a bookmark, and a medal. So there is, as you say, quite an incentive, but how do they know about it? From our perspective in the libraries, we've been around all the, all the school assemblies. We promote it. We've got a big display in the window at the moment with a whole load of binos. Um, we'll put displays and posters around. As I say, our, our events will be promoted on our Facebook and they'll be explicitly linked. So, you know, it's a summer reading challenge starting and we'll be, doing, we'll be making this or we'll be doing this. You mentioned school assemblies. Presumably that's a primary, primary school. Primary schools, yes. The summer reading challenge is aimed at a core group of five to 11, although people, kids older can do it and have done and children younger can have the books read to them by their parents. It's all very well getting the message out to the kids in the assemblies, but how do you actually incentivise the parents as well? Part of that is to do a providing crafts and providing something to do for the children in the summer, which parents always welcome. 
I mean, the second part of it is, you know, to make it clear to parents that this has given their children a good chance in life. I mean, research has shown that reading for pleasure is more important to children's success in life than, for example, education or social class. So reading for pleasure gives children opportunities. And we try and sort of point that out to parents, but there's also the incentive that the children can come to the library and have something to do when they're getting bored over the summer. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because from my previous occupation, I've been, been into all too many homes where there are, there's no evidence of books in that home at all. Yeah, we'd hope maybe that maybe some people might not want to keep books in, in the house. We'd hope that they would still be borrowing heavily from the library. And I think that sometimes is the case. Children and adults, if you kept every book you'd ever read, you'd have real storage problems. So that's what we're here for. You can borrow it, give it back, borrow it, give it back. It's the best recycling that you can do, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I fully agree with that. But I think one of the things that's been a modern development is you're no longer just lending out physical books. You can actually lend out electronic ones as well. Yes, you can register using your library card and you can... Adults and children can download books to a computer, to the Kindle Fire, to tablets or an iPad. And you can also borrow audiobooks in the same way. I mean, for me, I prefer a traditional book, but there's, there's, there is something to be said if you're looking for something to read and you're on holiday to just having a tablet rather than four books. Yeah, and if obviously, you're, if, if you're on holiday and you get your Wi-Fi, you can just borrow a book from your local library in Edinburgh. And it's so much easier to carry a library of books on your tablet than trying to carry a whole host of books with all the weight implications in your luggage. Yes, that's always that's what I'd always say, and especially if you've got the big, hefty holiday books. I would simply be saving a whole load of stuff onto my tablet. But as I say, if you run out of something to read on your tablet when you're away, you can actually virtually, from anywhere, from Spain, if you've got a Wi-Fi access, you can borrow a book from Edinburgh Libraries. Anyway, let's get back to the children, the summer challenge. What kind of books are available for them to borrow? Any library books, any books available in Edinburgh libraries are available for the children. It can be fiction and it can be non-fiction. It can be graphic. We would like, as it's a challenge, for it to be something that is of a child's reading age and could be construed as being a bit of a challenge for them. So if you're eight, we wouldn't really be too chuffed if you gave us a whole load of picture books. But I would say any book, it can be an annual, it can be Tintin, it can be Jacqueline Wilson, it can be anything, as long as it's a library book. Okay, this is not the first year this is run, so what, on past experience, do you expect to happen over the summer? I would say what happens is we get a massive amount of take-up very, very early on. We've already, pre-summer holidays, started at the end of last week, we've got round about 60 taken up already. That will continue once the summer holidays proper starts and we'll probably get the first 100, 180 in the first two weeks. Then there'll be a kind of period of calm with some people still joining, people that have been on holiday. And then what happens towards the end of the summer is you start getting people coming in to say that they've completed the challenge. And then so you get a big burst of giving out stickers, giving out badges, all of that kind of stuff towards the end. We usually do somewhere between 230 to about 280 starters, with usually somewhere under 200 finishers. Yeah, I was kind of wondering whether there's also the, the boredom factor. There's only so much you can do down on the beach. 
it is the case that some children get excited to start it up and we have to push and push and push to make sure that they get to a stage when they're finished and sometimes we'll email email parents or we'll speak to children as they come in have you finished the challenge how have you got on especially that this is part of a good thing about running crafts through the year that children will come for the crafts and you'll be like how are you getting on the reading challenge have you started it yet and try to encourage people to finish it but there's always inevitably going to be some children where the initial excitement wears off and it's maybe not for them so if they want to get involved how do they do it they come into the library and they ask if they can start their reading challenge we'll get them signed up and we'll give them a sort of mischief makers fold out where they can actually put their stickers on and it's got different information on it so it's, it's, it's almost like a game yeah they can put their stickers on this and then they can they write in the books what they've read who it's by and how many stars one two or three that they give it once they've done two books they'll get a stick a set of stickers and they can do it that way or they can just wait till the very end and get everything at the same time and so they can come in with their library books when they hand their library books back they bring in their form and we'll tick it off and say that it's complete and that's then you go from being a starter to a finisher it goes very well in Portobello. We actually generally exceed the targets we're set. Well, I have to say, nothing like this was available when I was young, and the libraries were places that you had to stay very, very quiet in. So I'm really encouraged to see that things have changed and that you've got a load of fun for people who come into the library, young people who come into the library. That's great. Thank you very much.